I'd also like to welcome those of you who just came for the second six weeks of this three-month retreat. Hope you had a good night's rest and settling in. For the next uh, six or seven days, we'll be going over and reviewing the meditation instructions <coughs> each morning at this sitting. For those of you who have been here, never hurts to hear them again. And you can get a sense for yourself of whether to just continue your practice, you know, as you've been doing it over the last week, or whether you'd find it helpful to re-practice the instruction sequentially as we offer them each morning. Because as you know, we can hear the same thing many times, <clears throat> and depending on where our practice is at a particular time, we begin to hear the instructions in a new way. We begin to hear or understand different nuances of them. So you might find it helpful to go along with the sequence of instructions as they're given. But if you find that somehow that's a struggle or it doesn't quite fit, don't attach too tightly to that idea. I'd like to begin the series of instructions with those words of the Buddha from the Satipatthana Sutta, that is, the Discourse on the Foundations of Mindfulness, the basic set of instructions that we follow in Vipassana practice. And the Sutta is amazingly thorough and complete in describing how to practice mindfulness meditation what we should be mindful of, and how we should hold and understand these experiences with wisdom. After the opening paragraph of the discourse where the Buddha declares, this is the direct way to awakening, this is the direct way to enlightenment, namely the four foundations of mindfulness. The very first set of instructions he gives in the discourse is mindfulness of breathing. Over the years of my practice, I heard many instructions and read a lot of the teachings And finally, over the years, with the wisdom of age, I thought it might be a good idea to actually follow what the Buddha said. (coughs) So I've become more uh, interested in just seeing the very specific set of instructions the Buddha gave in how to watch the breath, how to feel the breath. I'll go over those in brief this morning. And you can begin to get a feel for it, get a sense of it, and begin to at least get some idea of the tremendous richness and nuance of working with an object as simple as the breath. I mean, just this could take us the entire way to enlightenment. So it's a powerful set of instructions. There are basically four steps the Buddha laid out. And through the sitting, (coughs) we'll start just with the first one, and then through the sitting, I'll guide you through the other three. And if there are questions afterwards, we can discuss it a bit. 
one of the very key elements in having the mind settle, becoming mindful, becoming more concentrated, is relaxing. It's not from tightening, it's not from grabbing onto an object. It's actually, as Andy was indicating last night, concentration itself comes from letting go, from settling back in steadiness. And that itself is an art. We need to learn how to relax back. So as a way of beginning, just feel the body sitting. You might do a quick scan, either starting from the top of the head and going down, or starting from the legs and going up, go up and down. Just get a sense of feeling your body sitting, feeling the posture. Settling into your seat, settling back into it. So your back is well supported without being tense. And quite importantly, and something to remember throughout the sitting, (coughs) is to relax the eyes. Because we often unnecessarily tense the eyes in an effort to be mindful. We engage the eyes in a way that's unnecessary. Just for a moment, experience a softening of the eyes, relaxing. And remembering to check in with that throughout the sitting. So we're firm in our seat. The spine and back well supported by the cushion, by the chair. The eyes are soft. Soften the jaw so we're not clenching in any way. Soften the throat and the shoulders. Soften the chest. Doing a quick scan up and down the body in this place of relative relaxation, of ease. The very first instruction the Buddha gives with regard to the breath, he says, ever mindful, one breathes in. Ever mindful, one breathes out. It's quite a general instruction, staying relaxed, staying open, Ever mindful, one breathes in. Ever mindful, one breathes out. Keep it that simple. No straining, no struggling. We're breathing anyway. Breathing in, simply know you're breathing in. 
breathing out, simply know you're breathing out. No forcing, no hurrying of the breath. Let it come in its own time, its own rhythm. If there's a space between the out-breath and the next in-breath, simply be aware of the whole body sitting until the next in-breath comes by itself. So you're not forcing, you're not rushing it. Breathing is the most natural process in the world. We can relax into it, just as it is. Notice any tendency to struggle, to want, to hold on to, and then relax. Relax back into the body, relax the eyes. The breathing is happening all by itself. So it's simply to be aware, to be mindful. Have a mindful one breathes in, have a mindful one breathes out. In this relaxed, open, easefulness of awareness, we might begin to notice that no two breaths are exactly the same. This is the basis for the Buddha's next set of instructions. Breathing in long, one understands I breathe in long. Breathing out long, one understands I breathe out long. Breathing in short, one understands I breathe in short. Breathing out short, one understands I breathe out short. So this is a simple refinement of our understanding of how the breath is happening. So that simple understanding or recognition with each in-breath, with each out-breath. Is it relatively long, relatively short? It's not to make it long or short. It's simply to recognize with each breath how it is. 
You don't have to measure the breath. There's no absolute long or short in this instruction. It's just the general sense. Is it relatively long? Is it relatively short? You could even add to the Buddha's instruction, medium. In order to know whether the breath is long or short, we simply need to be present, staying relaxed, open, letting the breath come and go in its own time. And with each in-breath and out-breath, Simply understand or simply know. This is a relatively long one, a relatively short one. It keeps changing. If for whatever reason the mind gets a little tired of noticing whether it's long or short, go back to the first instruction. Ever mindful one breathes in, ever mindful one breathes out. Again, relaxing the mind, opening to the natural process of the breathing.
Relaxing the eyes, the throat, relaxing the heart and the belly. Breath is coming and going by itself. begin with the awareness that we're breathing in or breathing out. In the second step, we refine our understanding a bit more, understanding with each breath whether it's on the long side or the short side. And in the third step of the instructions, The Buddha adds a little intentionality to the practice. He says, one trains thus, I shall experience, shall breathe in experiencing the whole body. So there's that sense of just the slight intentionality of training. An intention to breathe in, experiencing the whole body. This has been interpreted in two ways. It's breathing in, experiencing the breath through the whole body. And it's been interpreted as the whole body of the breath. So I breathe in experiencing the whole body of the breath, that is, from the very beginning through the middle to the end of the breath. So you can experiment with both of those ways. We train thus. I shall breathe in, experiencing the whole body. Feeling the breath throughout the whole body, or feeling the whole body of the breath. One trains thus, I shall breathe out, experiencing the whole body. The art of the practice here is to feel, to experience the whole breath body without forcing, without tightening. 
keeping the mind and body relaxed. It's not a holding to the breath, it's a letting go. And being steady with it. Letting the breath breathe itself. Buddha's words are interesting here. He talks about training. One trains thus. He talks about setting the intention in the mind. I shall breathe in, experiencing the whole body. We set the intention. I shall breathe out, experiencing the whole body. Again, it could be the body of the breath, feeling the whole breath. Or it could be the breath throughout the body. See which you connect with more easily. With all of these instructions, simply being mindful, you're breathing in and out, understanding whether each in and out breath is long or short, training to experience the whole breath or the breath in the whole body. Can you do each of these? with a mind and heart that's relaxed.
settled back, open. Simply letting the breath appear as it does, without forcing, without trying. The breath is a natural process. The body knows how to breathe. And we're simply feeling it as it does breathe. In the last set of instructions the Buddha gave on breathing, he said, one trains thus, I shall breathe in tranquilizing the body formations. Breathing out, I shall tranquilize the body formations. Body formations could mean the body of the breath, That is, we breathe in, calming the breath. We breathe out, calming the breath. Or it could mean calming the entire body. Breathing in, calming the body. Breathing out, calming the body. Again, this is an intention of training. One trains thus, I shall do this. So we set that gentle intention. As you breathe in, you might use a phrase to help guide the mind in this instruction. As you breathe in, you might say in the mind, breathing in, calming, breathing out, calming, or simply to use the word calm, calm the body, calm the breath. It's a reminder. Notice what happens as you do this.
Relax the eyes, relax the body. It's not about wanting or holding on. It's about settling back. The whole breathing process is happening by itself. Just allow its natural process. If the mind feels like it's struggling or wanting or confused, Simply come back to the very first step of breathing in and know you're breathing in. Breathing out, know you're breathing out. You can keep it that simple. So before taking questions this morning, and just a couple of more introductions, I'd like to elaborate a little bit on Andrea's introduction. She is indeed from California, <laughs> and I've known her quite a long time. She teaches a lot at uh, Gil Frandel's, Frandel's uh, Center in uh, Redwood City, or in Redwood City. She's taught the month long uh, for several years at Spirit Rock Meditation Center. She's taught uh, at the retreat uh, for Westerners that's taught in Burma at the Chaswa Monastery in Upper Burma. She's been a nun in Burma, practiced there for a long time. So she's quite a well experienced uh, yogi and teacher. And Andrea, Greg, and Winnie all have uh, completed the IMS uh, Spirit Rock teacher training program. 
which is a, some number of years, three, four, five, six, <laughs> something like that. Um, I'd also like to in introduce Winnie. Those of you who have been here know her. Uh, Winnie is assisting us during this retreat very graciously. And she's done also many, many years of practice. Uh, she has one of the unique distinctions of having sat for a year at the Forest Refuge, a year-long retreat. Uh, so she's very familiar with all the ups and downs of one's meditation practice. Uh, Winnie is available uh, for sign-up interviews. The rest of us, there'll be scheduled interviews, and you'll see your names on the daily schedule on, uh, each day. Uh, Winnie will have <coughs> a sign-up sheet you know, with slots that you can write in. They are for people who are not being seen that day. So if you're scheduled to see one of the other teachers, don't also sign up for Winnie. Uh, unless the emergency is raging. <laughs> Mostly it's, again, for people who would like a little extra support on days that you're not scheduled for an interview. Uh, so, do you have any questions about these instructions or about your practice? So the, the question, the comment was, she's just come and come from a very busy, hectic time, uh, trying to arrange everything to come, and so is experiencing the not unusual difficulties of settling in and discomfort in the body and hard to get into just the, the ease of the sitting uh, posture and practice. First to know, it's completely to be expected, so it shouldn't be a surprise. Uh, Mostly, I would just make space for it. You know, don't, don't have an idea that it should be one way or, or the other. Your practice is really to settle back and see what's happening. Um, you can approach this on, you know, from two levels. One is even though we're starting with these instructions on the breath, you know, in a pretty systematic way, if you find, and you know this from your Vipassana practice, if you find that there are other things which are more predominant, you know, it could be restless in the body, it could be a lot of thinking, different emotions perhaps, the general guideline for Vipassana practice is to be with what's predominant. So don't fight or struggle to be with the breath. If something else is going on, you want to take some time just to open it and to be with it, you know, so you can relax behind that whether it's discomfort in the body, whether it's, you know, a lot of thoughts in the mind. So make some space. And in that more relaxed space, you're aware of it, and then gently come back to the breath for a while, and then this stuff happens again, you open again. You know, so you're not in a struggle with it. Uh, you might also, depending on what you're used to, if you find that uh, sitting in this cross-legged posture you know, for so many sittings a day, really seems challenging and difficult, and you're struggling with that, you could also sit sometimes in a chair, you know, just so you, you give the body a little ease, if that's one of the issues. But mostly, don't worry. <laughs> I mean, it's quite natural, and it will settle out, you know, over the next few days. Just in line with that, this afternoon, uh, you might have seen on the schedule a good friend, ex-staff person, yogi, uh, name is Ewen Olstrom, will be leading a yoga session this afternoon, but it's particularly geared for ease and uh, 
of sitting posture. You know, so that's optional if you'd like. I think it's on the, on the schedule. Um, so that might also help in just you know, learning to, to relax into the body in a different way. So the question was whether in these instructions it's better to use the phrases almost as one would do in the metta practice where we're using specific phrases, ever mindful I breathe in, ever mindful I breathe out, or just to take it as an instruction and then to be with it without the phrase. I would experiment. You know, my guess is it will be different, you know, for each one of you. My guess is that it could be useful to use them a little bit as the reminder, you know, and then to let them go and then just be with it. If the mind starts really wandering and spacing out again, you might bring in the phrase a bit. And I will post them on, on the board. Uh, yeah, so see what's useful. I have one general approach to, you know, all of these meditation instructions, and over the week they'll be different ones given, whatever works, you know, it's, it's, they shouldn't be held rigidly at all, you know, these are the words of the Buddha, and so we should at least give him the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> you know, oh, that, that might be a good approach, <laughs> but not, not with the sense of holding on tightly to any one particular, you know, technique, or, so I would experiment. With regard to these four steps, you can also experiment a bit. If you found it helpful, as we did through this guided sit this morning, to spend a little time going through each one sequentially, then you might do that for a while in each sitting. It may be that you found one or another of those four steps particularly helpful. You know, maybe it was the first one, just that general where you're breathing and breathing out. Maybe it was the calming. Maybe it was the feeling the whole body, whether the whole body or the body of the breath. So just see, is there one that you know you really connected with easily? So you might either start with that one or give emphasis to that. Uh, so there's a lot of flexibility in how we're uh, using it and practicing it. And you'll learn for yourself you know, what really serves your practice. Yeah, that's a good question. So, so the question or comment was that in that step of calming or tranquilizing, she can feel this yearning for peacefulness, but that very yearning for it can actually become a struggle when that's not what's happening. I don't think this instruction is the same thing as what you're describing as the yearning for peacefulness, because that's a kind of expectation and a wanting and a desire which can very much get in the way, because then we're not simply with what is. My sense is that the Buddha here is talking about a much more immediate uh, experiential sense. And we might translate it or you know, use, use slightly different words. We might say, breathing in, I relax the body. Breathing in, I relax the breath. You know, so it's just a reminder of how we can be with it. It's not a yearning for some state. You know, it's just the reminder. Okay, just let everything relax, let everything calm. And using that word, and then seeing what happens. You know, don't be attached to outcome. Because as soon as you're attached to outcome, it's a setup for suffering. Because we can't control the outcome. So I see this last step as just 
some kind of a gentle reminder or guide. Okay, breathing in, calm. Breathing out, calm. And as I said, if any one of these instructions, for now at least, doesn't quite connect or, you know, it's just creating more difficulty, let that one go. Use the one that uh, is most helpful. Okay, um, the managers are going to come in, Roberta's going to come in uh, soon, she's here, uh, but before that, uh, Greg will lead a, uh, just a brief uh, instruction in the walking meditation, uh, just again as a reminder to you, uh, and then afterwards, the three monthers can leave. The P tours can stay, and Roberta will speak to you. Great. Just feeling the body standing here, settling into this posture, the standing posture, one of the four postures that the Buddha taught. He taught to practice in the sitting, standing, walking, and lying down postures. So that covers pretty much the whole thing. You could include the going to each of these as part of it as well. So the transition from from each of these postures. Just settling into the sensations of this, of the body, the elements of the body as we experience it, this flow of sensations of pressure and movement and various textures Whatever you notice, and we call body this experience. Let the eyes close if you want to, or it might be easier to balance if you let the gaze be soft. The eyes can be open, gentle, soft gaze. Earth standing on earth supported by the earth. And now just gently, as we're standing here, shift the weight. You might want to open your eyes now. Let the weight shift slowly to the right foot. Shifting over until you feel that weight and pressure really in the right side. All the changes in the body as you do that. And then slowly lifting the left foot off the ground, moving it forward, placing it down, and then shifting the weight forward onto that left foot. Feeling what happens as you shift the weight, changes in the body. And when the weight is shifted over to the left foot, allowing the right foot to lift, move forward and place down. So just the simplicity of the bodily movement as we shift the weight. I'm going to run out of space here, so you can come back to standing at your place. And just as Joseph was saying in the instructions in the sitting and the mindfulness of the breathing, we can sit down now, I suppose it would be good.
And that, that is a, that's a complete practice. We could, mindfulness of the breathing could take us all the way to enlightenment. Walking meditation is just as good. It gets you all the way. And it gets relegated sometimes to second class status as though somehow walking is something we do kind of in between or when we're not sitting or because we've got to go somewhere. We have to go to the bathroom or go eat. But uh, it's, it's just as good, even better. <laughs> Top-notch practice. So don't, uh, don't relegate it to second-class status. And so usually we teach there are three sort of paces for the walking. And I'd recommend you really explore these. I like to... Um, really start at a more natural, uh, normal pace. And I'll demonstrate them in case you've forgotten what walking is like. Um.
Uh, so the question was, uh, would, would we consider the walking to be mainly a concentration practice uh, and less of a mindfulness, and less of a vipassana, an insight practice? And I would say no. Um, some people find that it's very, very helpful in that way. It's so tangible and clear. And it does um, have a great, uh, it's a great aid to concentration. I wouldn't tend to separate those too much. But we're being mindful of what's there. And we're noticing, um, we're noticing all kinds of things. We're still seeing the three characteristics. We're, still, we're seeing impermanence and change within it. But I'd let that arise um, very naturally and organically. I mean, I'd let that be the, the case no matter what. But in the walking, I'd really, um, especially for those of you who've just arrived, my suggestion would be to really keep it very, very simple, really grounded in the physicality of the body, the sensations in the feet and the legs as we move. But you're going to notice everything. You know, it's just, it's life unfolding. That's what we're paying attention to here. And we're paying attention to life unfolding in all these different ways and times and postures. So this is one of them. And so all things will manifest in, in this. So I don't know if that confused or clarified there, but uh, keep it simple. Let the concentration come through it and the insight also. Okay, I think we need to wrap things up here. Another question? Oh, so um, the people who've been here can get up and go now. And those who've just arrived, please stay and Roberta will come up front.